are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. All right, we're talking about grace by faith. Now, we're in Romans, the fourth chapter, and we kind of took off a, a little side road here, but we're going to stay right on it until we get through because the statement that the Apostle Paul made here has spurred some things that I wanted to get into, and that is the fact that there's difference in a sinner and a Christian that sins. Now, let's go deeper into this. Most people say, well, you know, the church is just full of hypocrites. Because I see brother so-and-so, and I know that he's done this, and he's done that. And why, he couldn't be a Christian. Listen, a Christian is not someone that's perfect. The Christian life is a way of repentance. What happens when you're born again, you enter into the grace of God. You enter into God's grace through faith. Grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability to forgive when you don't deserve to be forgiven. It's grace. It's not the law. It's grace. Now, the Bible tells us that the law was given so that offense might abound. Let's move right over into the fifth chapter of Romans here. Let me point this out to you as we get into this deeper. Let's start with verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. Now listen to this. There's a lot of Christians never understood this. God instigated the law to show people that they needed help. They could not keep the commandment of God within themselves. There was no righteousness in them. So the law was instigated to show them how weak and how needful they were for a Savior. And the law entered that the offense might abound. Now what does that mean? That means that if there was no law in this town on the speed limit, you could drive as fast as you wanted to. And there's no penalty for it because there's no law. There's no transgression where there's no law, right? But now you pass a 30-mile-an-hour speed limit law, and offenses are going to abound. <laughs> now you pass another law that you can't walk on the grass. Offenses are going to abound. You pass another law, I mean, you just keep putting them down, and you're going to have abounding offenses. What if they passed a law that you couldn't breathe but three times a day? <laughs> offenses would abound. <laughs> because you can't live on three breaths a day. Now, notice what he says. But where sin abounded, grace did much more. Say it with me. Much more abound. 
Now, what is he saying here? That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. In other words, death reigned, and he says, sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness. Now, let me unravel all this for you and show you what the Spirit of God showed me this afternoon when I was studying this. The law caused sin to abound. Now, listen very carefully to this. The law caused sin to abound. The more laws you pass, the more laws are going to be broken, right? So it caused sin to abound. So sin grew because of the law. Isn't that right? So let's say it this way. Because the law says thou shalt not, and they were good laws. There wasn't anything wrong with the laws. They were good laws. But because the law says thou shalt not, it caused sin to grow and grow, and it fed upon the law, and it grew. Can you see that? Sin was feeding upon the law and growing and becoming greater and greater. And it showed people they had need of a deliverer, a savior. But grace where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. Now notice what happened. God turned the thing around. Not as it was by the offense of one. He reversed the process and says, by the righteousness of one, many were made righteous so that grace did abound. God's willingness to use his power and his ability on our behalf Grace began to feed upon the sin. And the more sin, the more that grace swallowed it up. And the more sin abounded, grace would swallow it up. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. It could not defeat grace in any manner because the more sin abounded, the more grace swallowed it up. Are you getting the picture of this? It was a total defeat for Satan. He thought he had it rigged where that sin would totally reign. But he said, now, God says, now grace will reign through righteousness. Glory be to God. Grace feeds upon the sin. Now let me show you what I'm referring to here. Because you could take this wrong. God told Moses, said, you go down there to Pharaoh. Now, this is a type of what grace is. You go before Pharaoh, and you throw, he had him actually throw it down right there as he was talking to Moses, threw his rod down, it turned into a serpent, and it scared him, <laughs> you know. And then God said, take it by the tail, and he took it by the tail, and it turned back into a rod. Now, the Bible says a rod shall come out of the stem of Jesse. That rod was the word of God, or it was Jesus. Now, you understand that, don't you? Now, when they got down there, of course, Moses said, I can't talk, so God finally got disgusted with him and sent Aaron to do his talking for him. So he had Aaron to throw his rod down before Pharaoh, turned into a serpent. Pharaoh said, that's nothing. He called his magicians. They threw their rods down. They all turned into serpents. But Aaron's rod turned into a king snake. You know what king snakes do? They swallow up other snakes. And that snake that Aaron's rod turned into swallowed up all the other snakes. 
That is a type of the grace of God. It feeds upon sin. Sin can't overcome it because grace will swallow it up. Glory be to God. <laughs> Woo! About to have a spell up here. This is the grace of God. Now, see, that snake swallowed up all the other snakes. There was one thing about Pharaoh's magicians. They could cause lice in the land. They could cause frogs to come in the land after God had put the plagues upon Egypt. And Pharaoh was dumb enough to have his magicians do the same thing. I mean, if, as if they didn't have enough frogs. But the problem was his magicians couldn't get rid of the frogs. But Moses could get rid of them. And the serpent that Aaron's rod turned into could get rid of the snakes. And he swallowed up all the other snakes. And then it turned back into the rod, which is a type of Jesus or the Word. And the scripture we have just read says, the gift of grace, which was by one man, Jesus Christ. That is the gift of God. That is the gift of grace whereby you are saved. God's Word transmits His grace, His willingness to us. It was because of the willingness of Jesus that mankind is redeemed and that sin does not have dominion over you. If you receive Jesus as Lord, grace has swallowed up your sins. And it'll swallow up every sin that ever happens in your life if you act on the grace of God through faith. Because that snake represents Jesus swallowing up the evil. That's a type of Jesus becoming sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. He became sin for us to deliver us so that sin wouldn't reign unto death anymore, but that the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus would make us free from the law of sin and death. And that's a type that we can understand today. If you've been affected by the old serpent Satan, if you look at Jesus on the cross and what he did, the thing that has affected you from the old serpent Satan will lose its effect on you because you're beholding the gift of grace, God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. We enter into the grace by faith. You can't get into it any other way. You can't work your way into it. It is by faith that we receive it. And you say amen. amen. Praise God. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been with us all this week. We have CD offer number 7227. It's entitled Grace Through Faith. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. Now when we talk about the grace of God, Paul says be strong in grace. Grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. In Ephesians, the second chapter, verse 8, Paul said, By grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So, grace is God's willingness 
to use His power on your behalf even though you don't deserve it. It only comes through faith. That's why Hebrews 11, 6 says, Without faith it's impossible to please God, because you can't enter into the grace of God without faith. That's the way you have access into the grace of God. In Romans 5, Paul says it again in verses 1 and 2. And you need to understand that here in Ephesians 2, 8, he says it is a gift of God. Now, he's not talking about a gift of faith here. He's talking about the gift of grace. There is a gift of faith, but that's not what Paul's referring to. It is the gift of grace, because in chapter 3, he brings that in when he says in verse 7, whereof I'm made a minister according to the gift of grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. So he's talking about the gift of grace. That's the way you enter into it. Then in Ephesians 4, 7, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Ask yourself, how do you measure the gift of Christ? The grace of God is God's willingness. Jesus was God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf. Now remember, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus was the Word of God. Paul calls the Word of God the Word of faith. And here, grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Jesus was God's gift to us for the willingness of God. That's offer number 7227. It's entitled Grace Through Faith. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. We have toll-free order line one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.